Man, I listened to a song over the weekend called God Did. And it really made me think about all the great stuff that God has done in my life. Um, it made me think about some of the terrible things that God put me through, but the journey that came that I went through and who I came out as, you know, and it just really just put me in a place of, I don't know, reflection. Because if it had not been for the Lord on my side, tell me, well, would I be? Well, would I be, you know, prayer will fix it every time, you know, prayer and actually listening to prayers and taking actions towards it. But no, God did, man. And I just really like the song. Uh, at first, I wasn't a fan of Ross on it, but then I took some time and I listened to it on speakers. Uh, I go, OK, OK, <laughs> I hear you. And then Wayne went crazy. I mean, Wayne went dumb and then. Hove did his his Andre three stacks on uh sixteen bars where you know he just he just rapped to us he talked to us I mean it was it was just a work of art you know when he kept referencing what Hove did and you know that's the entendre off of God did because he's Jehovah you know uh God to you rappers all of that good stuff right and it was just beautiful man it was beautiful just to listen to what he was talking about. And, and his journey, and hey man, you ain't balling. <laughs> y'all say y'all balling, but y'all ain't even come on, man, stop it. But it also made me think about the people that we listen to, the people that are filtered towards us, the people that we consider leaders, uh, titans in industry, the guys that we look up to. I mean, I even had a post saying, you know, listening to whole rap make you feel bad for not being rich, and. And one on one leg, you know, that's great motivation. But on another note, is that really the type of people we should be looking up to? Um, again, talked about how he went from selling drugs to selling champagne. Is that the role model that we need? Is is he a is he, is he from God or is he posing as a God? You understand what I'm saying? I don't know. But I know what God did. God, God gave me the fear of false prophets and idol gods, you know, because they're all over the place. They're here, there, everywhere. We don't control what we consume. As much as you want to believe that you're a free thinker, if you're consuming this podcast, there are limits to the freedom of your thoughts. You know why? Because you're on the internet, whether you're watching it on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, you're listening to it uh, on Apple, Spotify, Pandora, or hell, you're listening to it from BigBabyTheGoat.com. BigBabyTheGoat.com. It, it doesn't really matter, but we are controlled by the powers that be. And the hope is that. We're not being led by false prophets and idol gods, you know. We often make references to sheep and people being sheep. Whether you look at the Bible and people being referenced to sheep, or even now where we talk about people who are, you know, not the most, uh, you know, they just follow the trends, right? We call them sheep. But even those of us who don't think that we follow the trends, 
where she why we listened to Khaled's album and we said that Jay snapped. He did. But what's our what's our reference point? I mean, we drink Lobos tequila because it's it's bronze. Is it good? Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, but is that why you bought it for the first time? Was it a recommendation or was it because it was bronze? You gave him the benefit of the doubt and then you said, oh, just like his basketball game, he delivers. You know what I mean? But we don't set our trends. We're just sheep in a pasture. And no matter how far we stray, we're still in the pasture. There's still a shepherd there guiding us, protecting us, and, you know, telling us what it is that we should do and what we can't do, you know. And the hope is that God's doing it, you know. When, when, when you stray a little too far and you get rolled back in, you're like, well, God did. Yeah, that's what, look at what God did. He did it. Yes, he did. But now you just think about social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Tinder, Swindler, um, you name it, any of those platforms. And even outside of that, commercials, billboards, any type of just ads, right? We We are sheep to those shepherds. Think about your fundamental core beliefs. Where do they come from? They probably come from what happened in your house and then the, your experiences thereafter drive them and build them. Believe it or not, they're not your just your free thoughts. You're being shepherded. I don't even know if that's a real word, but you're being shepherded. You're being led by a shepherd. And what's your shepherd? Even if you think about your options in government, especially in a two-party system, is this or that? Is this and that the only options that we're supposed to have? Are those the only options that are relevant to the people? No, not really. You think about entertainment. We don't get to pick the rappers that get to play. And if you listen to music, you know there are great musicians who either don't play the game, they don't make the poppy stuff, or they're just total assholes, and they don't get to push behind them to be great and it's like man i'd much rather listen to that than this filth that's being pumped into my radio that's being pumped onto these playlists that's being pumped into the club that's being pumped into the bars right you are a product of your environment and unfortunately there are gatekeepers in our environments that control what we actually get to hear and see social media the internet is driven by algorithms what are you thinking about? What are you searching? Oh, we're going to give you we're going to give you options based on what we think you want to see. Well, what if I want to see things that counter my 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 natural um, you know, my natural thought? Maybe I don't want to live in an echo chamber. Maybe I want to consume information from different places so that I can have a more well-rounded perspective. That's the thing. Believe it or not, that's a thing. And because, you know, we have ad revenue driving everything that we do, uh, we don't get all of the information that we need when we need it. But hey, what do I know? I'm just a bee.
baby. And I'm back. How love you, baby? How love you, baby? And I'm back. How love you, baby? How love you, baby? But more than being back, I really do fear false prophets and idol gods. And we got to be careful who we're consuming information from, who we're choosing to lead us, who we're choosing to direct us. Because if we can't look at it and be like, God did, yeah, God did that, then we probably shouldn't do it. But hey, man, I know some of you guys listening to this podcast are probably wondering, where does Big Baby the Goat host his podcast? How can I start my own podcast? I know that I got things to say. I got stuff on my mind, and I want to put it out there for the world to hear. Go to Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout.com, you set up your podcast, check the uh, link in the bio, and it will help you walk you through each step to starting your own podcast. All you need is a quiet room and a device to record on. Phone, microphone, it doesn't matter. You can start, start it from the bottom now. We're here. You can start all the way at the bottom, and you can slowly build up your equipment base and build your own podcast. They even have magic mastering on the website. So if you're using a less than stellar microphone, Buzzsprout will clean that up for you. So, hey, link in bio, buzzsprout.com if you want to start your own podcast like the big baby. And I'm back. You know, it's crazy, but you can't win a fight when you punch down. Like, you can never be the champion if all you do is punch down. There's a reason why in boxing and fighting uh, we have weight classes. Because we're putting people who similar size, right, together. Why? So we have a more fair fight. We don't want to see a 225-pound guy pound on a 135-pound guy. It's not entertaining. It's not a good fight. The 135-pound guy just gets his butt whooped, and then the 225-pound guy gets an empty, hollow victory. You know, it's kind of like Floyd Mayweather down the stretch, just fighting whoever he could fight to get the wins, and maybe not fighting the best guys in his weight class. Uh, So, because he wanted to maintain his uh, uh, perfect record. And I get it. I get it. But if you're constantly punching down, you know, for one thing, that ain't what God did. And you start to find yourself coming off as a false prophet or an idol God, you know, because people, people appreciate it. You know, sometimes I even think, Hove, Jay-Z is guilty of punching down when he gets to talking his big boy stuff. He's flexing. He's letting us know what he's done, what he's accomplished. And then when he goes, when you ain't been to the Bahamas, it's like, oh, wow, sorry, I'm a brokey. <laughs> you know what I mean? And maybe it's creating a, a, a frame of reference for people so they understand where he's coming from. But some can see it as punching down. And I'm not talking about Jay-Z here because I honestly don't think he's 
regularly punches down. He just speaks on his life that's unrelatable to most people. Uh, but when you're punching down, like what, what's your goal? What's your end state? Like, what do you does it make you feel better sitting above people and punching on them? You know, it's like the bully, the bully in school who's just taking your lunch money, beating you up, ma making fun of the people who, who don't crack jokes. It's like, come on, bro. Ain't even in the, ain't even in your weight class. Why you bothering them? Come mess, come mess with the guys in your weight class. Come mess with the big boys. You're playing with the big boys now. But oftentimes the bully, the one who punches down, they don't want to they don't want to get in that ring with with people in their weight class, right? They want to tussle around with those who can't defend themselves or don't want to defend themselves against them. That's what they thrive on. And they're false prophets. Be careful what you receive from them because the stuff they're saying, I mean, who is it to benefit? Who are they what is it for? To benefit them? You know, it's like if you're actually trying to get a point across to people, if you're actually trying to get somebody to to learn and grow and be where you are, maybe you should talk to them in a way that they will actually receive it. I mean, how would it make you feel if somebody started punching down on you? Oh, man, you broke. Oh, man, you stupid. Oh, you think that's a nice car? Oh, man, I got five of them. You know what I'm saying? That little bitty house you got over there. <laughs> Have you seen mine? $2.5 million cash. Yeah, I did that. What you doing, little boy? Little girl? What you doing? Does that motivate you to want to do more, to, to be better? Somebody who was once in your shoes, you trying to be in their shoes because they've shown you that it's attainable, but they don't even provide an olive branch. They actually just, as you climbing up the ladder, they just kick it from the top so you fall back on your ass right back to where you started from. I mean, if that's the person you want to be because you've been scarred by uh, uh, people not helping you, then I, you know what? Who am I to tell you you're wrong? I'm Big Baby the Goat. I'm here to tell you that you're wrong. I'm here to tell you that, it's, that you're wrong. I'm here to tell you that it's weak. Like, if you want to punch down, man, just put your hands in your pockets, dog. Just walk around with your hands in your pockets. Keep your successes and keep it pushing. But when you want to look down on other folks, man, just remember. Just remember, there's some hungry hyenas down there waiting for you to fall. And the second you fall, they're going to devour you. They're going to devour you. As an asshole, somebody who's not always been the most gracious and nice to other people who may I may have not have felt like we're operating at the same level and tempo that I do. I do, you know, when bad things happen. Oh, yeah, they let me know. They let me feel it. And, and from those experiences, maybe I've changed because I go, you know what? <sighs> me punching down. It doesn't do anything for me. It's not gratifying. It doesn't help me get any higher. All it does is it strokes a fragile ego. It speaks to a fragile ego, you know? That's all it does. It's like, oh, yeah, let me talk. Let me shit on the people who can't defend themselves from me because, oh, golly, God forbid, I I, I try to do something with somebody who's on my level. <laughs> hey, and you know what happens. 
you know what happens. The bully can't bully no more. The punch ain't punching no more. Now you biting ears trying to take every little advantage that you can get to win. When nah, bro. Put them up. 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 Fight like a man. Or girl. Woman. Whatever you, whatever you may be. Whatever you may identify as. Iron sharpens iron. You know, they say if you're the smartest person in your crew, you're in the wrong crew. Well, smart subjective. So, you know, there can you can be the smartest at this and someone else is smarter at you at something else. But if you're the sharpest iron in, 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 in the tin, bro, you might need to get a new tin. You might need to upgrade. You might need to, uh, you know, get around some people who actually challenge you. So that left hook that you're throwing, you actually know if it got some power. Or, or, or if it's fast enough, or if you're setting it up right. Because if all you're doing is punching down, I mean, shit, they arm too short to even punch back. But you'll never win. You'll never be a champion. You just sit in your glass house, lonely, fake happy, living through the, the acceptance of those who comment and be like, hell yeah. And laugh along and agree with you. But you ain't nothing but a false prophet, idol god, golden calf. That's all. You ain't no champion. You don't run the city. <laughs> Let's debate Andrew Tate. Let's debate Andrew Tate. Um, Andrew Tate, super misogynist. Uh, I, I think he's a little predatory from the little bit I've consumed of him. Uh, he, he got canceled by the internet. I mean, social media, every platform, YouTube. According to him, he lost his website domain. Like he, yeah, they just, they just got him out of here. Let me tell you what: you can't go in somebody's house. And uh, redecorate. You can't go in somebody's house and think you're running things. You can't go in somebody's house and think you're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about, however you want to talk about it, and think that they're going to accept it. That's just not the reality that we live in. Now, I can sit here and tell you that it's wrong. I don't think he should be canceled. I think that, um, you know, if you, I mean, my God, I, I see porn, killing, uh, uh, lies. A uh, 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 misinformation, a uh, stupidity, racism, sexism. I see all types of isms all over the internet. But we got rid of Andrew Tate. You know, I think he tried to fill the void of Kevin Samuels and he went a step too far. He did ingratiate himself with those who uh, make decisions. He didn't ingratiate himself with the liberal, liberal, liberal gatekeepers of the media. Uh, he was spewing rhetoric that they found offensive. And guess what? If you offend them on what they own, bye-bye. And they're going to call up their homeboy from the other platform, and it's going to be bye-bye. Because uh, what, what you may be doing is you may be exposing a behavior by people who don't want that talk out there. Because, you see, when somebody gets canceled, you always have to question, like, why are they canceled? You know, it's, it's it's one thing if they don't get work in Hollywood anymore. Who cares about that? I'm sorry, I don't. But when they're no longer allowed to be on a social media platform, what are they doing? 
Are they inciting violence? You know? Are they causing rapes? Are, are they causing damage to property? If the answer to any of those questions is yes, okay, get them out of here. But if those things are happening, you got to ask yourself, what, what are we canceling this person for? We don't like their message. You know how many messages people don't like that are on social media? But guess what? The man is making money off of his message, so obviously someone likes his message, and it appeals to someone. And I think that, again, we talk about we don't really control what we consume. We don't, we, you know, uh, we a sheep in these pastors, same thing, man. Uh, the guys who run these platforms, they control how we get it. They control how the algorithms are set up. They control what's allowed on here. And they said, hey, boy, if you want to continue to work here, you got to change up your message. He said, no, no, I, I am who I am. They said, well, we is who we is and you got to go. And as much as I disagree with it, nobody has the right to social media. Your freedom of speech isn't restricted when they take away social media. Just your audience is. Now you got to go get it. Get on your own. Subscription base. Get them to come to you. OnlyFans. I don't know, but you can't do it here on the free platforms. And for the people who are bothered by uh, people getting removed from the free platforms, the only way you can change this is by removing yourself from the free platforms. Because as long as the free platforms are getting their money, they're going to do whatever the hell they want to do because it makes sense for them. If it makes dollars, it makes sense. And guess what? YouTube is making dollars and cents. Facebook or Meta is making dollars and cents. YouTube is making dollars and cents. So what are we going to do here? We have to accept our fate. But I think it was an overreaction. I think with the overreaction and sad thing is, this is just not a hill I'm going to die on. I don't really care about Andrew Tate. I think he's a creep. I think he's disgusting. Some of the stuff I heard him say, I was like, Ugh. no, bro, you're not the guy. But there are guys like Fresh and Fit who kind of embrace that behavior and they embrace that lifestyle. And if it works for them and the women who are involved with them, if that lifestyle works for them, who the hell am I to tell them that they're living wrong? I mean, it's not like they're punching down. Well, maybe he is punching down. Maybe he is punching down because he thinks women are listening. Maybe we don't want a man out here just punching down on women. You know? I don't know if we can tie that back to God did, but I, I, I don't think God would cancel him. I don't think God would remove him from his platform because if we think about it, 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 it God allows sin, right? He allows sin, so that would say that, you know, God's about non-censorship and allowing things to carry out as they're supposed to and not forcing not forcing right or wrong on his people. I mean, he let the Israelites wander in the wilderness for 40 years, leaving Egypt. Like, hey, bro, if y'all gonna act crazy, okay, bro. Y'all act crazy. <laughs> That's what God did. <laughs> but yeah, Andrew Tate, yeah, you ain't played a game. You struck out. What do you 
expect. But um, don't want to go. No, no, no. So breakups happen. Breakups happen every day, whether it's couples, whether it's friends, whether it's business partners. Breakups happen. And I am athlete had Joe Button on um, today. Actually, it came out today, and they were discussing the breakup. You know, the Joe Button Rory Amal breakup, but also the I am athlete and the pivot breakup. And I thought it was super interesting listening to this conversation because on the side of the Joe Budden breakup, I still listen to Joe Budden's podcast. And I don't listen to Rory Amal's podcast because I think it's terrible. Um, and on the I Am Athlete Pivot breakup, I listen to The Pivot and less of I Am Athlete because I think Brendan Marshall is terrible at conducting interviews. I think he tries to be this PC person. Instead of letting it loose because, you know, he's the face of I'm at or, you know, I'm athlete and that entire uh, brand. Right. But what I found very interesting is, is that you can't work with people who don't share your passion and won't accept their role. So when I look at both of these breakups, this is the best kind of breakup. Uh, uh, the two the two main main houses stayed intact. Uh, they. The new, the other two, they fall out, but they fall on their feet and they're doing really, really well. And that speaks to the talent of both sides. Like, hey, I may have meant more to you than you thought you did, than you thought I did. And then it says, guess what? This, what we doing over here that you thought you was making? Eh, yeah, you helped make it, but guess what? It's a well-oiled machine, baby, and we still going next man up, right? And as I look back on it, right, I think about it. It's the best kind of breakup because they go their separate rate ways. They learn their lessons and they're moving forward and both groups are thriving. And I found it so funny because one of the things that they talked about was, yeah, I want to see you be great, but I ain't going to, I ain't going to tell you, I ain't going to help you. Like, I don't want bad on you, but yeah, nah, it's still something, it's still something here. There's a feeling here. And it's like, well, when you enter into a partnership, what is the goal? What are we doing here? Is there transparency on, on, on what the on what the goal is? You know, I've I've done this podcast thing for I don't know, four or five years. I've had co-hosts. I've worked with people on a regular basis. A lot of those people come back regularly. I'm working with Parlay Pete. Every single week, hey, six pack coming soon, six pack loading this week. But the point of it is, you you got to make sure that you and the people are aligned. Fortunately for me, no one's came to Big Baby's podcast and wanted to like change the name or take ownership in Big Baby's podcast because the first question would be, hell and no. And the second question would be why. And then if we have a conversation that makes sense, like, okay, let's, let's, let's look at it. But understand when you're talking ownership, it's what, well, what are you putting in? Are you putting in the hours? Are you putting in the dollars? Are, are you, are you beating the street to get the name out there? Like, what are you doing to expand what it is that I'm doing over here? Because if you're not bringing something to the table that I don't have, that I'm not doing, 
I'm not get, just giving away ownership. It's just my passion. I don't know if it's your passion because you did you have a podcast before? Have you put in the work? Have you shown a commitment to this? Or are you just going to give me a bunch of money? <laughs> right? What are, what are you bringing? If you're just bringing somebody who wants to participate in something that looks fun or something that you think is going to take off, well, you can keep your opportunist ass on the staff. Absolutely. You can be here. But that don't mean it gets to be yours. Because you weren't doing the Snapchat rants in 2014, 2015, 2016. You know what I mean? You wasn't like buying the microphones, paying Buzzsprout, StreamYard, paying for the ads and stuff. Like you, you, you weren't doing that. And if you're not interested in doing that and learning that side of it, the non-glamour side of this, why would I give you something that I've dedicated the last five years of my life to? Why would I just give it to you? Why would I give you something that I can look back through my entire life and see how my life experiences have brought me here to this? You know what I mean? Like, I've had countless people come to me talking about, oh, I want to start a podcast. And I go, okay, well, let's let's talk about it. What, what, what are your goals? What do you want to do? You want to consult? Okay, yeah, it's going to be $100 an hour. Something going to take 30 minutes. I'm not here to beat your face in, but if you want to take an hour of my time because I have to prep for this meeting, I have to clear out time for this meeting, um, and I did the homework, I've done the research, I've made mistakes, you know, I, I should be paid for my experience, right? Oh, okay, bro, yeah, I'll get back to you. Oh, yeah, okay, get back to me. And they never do, and the podcast never comes out. Or it comes out, they do five episodes, they do six episodes, they do seven episodes. Maybe they do ten. I go, see. You really wouldn't doubt it. You was just following the clout of podcasting because it looks cool because everybody's starting one. And I mean, yeah, it's a bunch of podcasts out here. There's probably more podcasts than damn tequilas. But were you really about it? Because, see, if this ain't your dream, if this ain't a passion of yours, if you're not going to dedicate your time to this, if you're not going to invest into this, you can't come here. You can't. You're not welcome here. Because guess what I recorded last night? Draft. I'm recording again this week. Big Dave and Parlay Pete. I'm recording again before the week's over. Why? Because I'm going on vacation next week. And y'all still deserve an episode. Meanwhile, I got a pregnant wife next door who wants me to come lay in the bed with her. And I'll make it there. And I'll make it there on time. But the point is, she understands, just like anybody in my life who matters understands how important this podcast is to me. And if it, if it can't be that important to you, or damn near that important, then the, only, the, the best you could be is an employee or a contributor. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's a great thing, honestly. Knowing your place, knowing what, you, what you're willing to give, and not just trying to ride a train just because it's running. Because so often people want to see the train running and hop on, but God, but if it jumps the track, they ain't trying to uh, uh, pick it up to get it back on track. They ain't trying to grease the skis to make sure that we can make it. Nah, they just want to ride the train. But then when you see, uh, I mean, shit, man, I, 
When you see the train split, right? And we break up. You know what I'm saying? When that track split, and one part of that train go this way, other one go on, they latch on to a new to a new uh 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 engine train or whatever that's, that's pulling it, right? If you make it to your destination and I make it to my destination when we want to get there, but they're different def- destinations, that is the best kind of breakup. And that's what you see from the pivot. That's what you see from I am athlete. You know what? They had the best kind of breakup. That's what you see with Joe Budden. That's what you see with Rory and Maul. They had the best kind of breakup. You go, you, go, you know what? We're going to split here where this track where, where this track splits. I'm going to keep going north. You know what? I'm going to go east. I bet. I'll catch you or I won't. But we can't be on the same team no more because what I want and what you want are two totally different things. And just apply that to your life. Whether it's your business partner, whether it's your life partner, whether it's your your, your your old best friend, your new best friend, or maybe it's a family member. When it's time to split ways, split. It ain't got to be no hate. You can still care about them being okay and being successful at whatever they do, but whatever it is they're doing, keep that shit away from me. I don't want it over here. I don't need it over here. Because we no longer are mutually beneficial for each other. And instead of thinking that because it's a friendship, because it's a relationship, because it's a family member, that it's supposed to be forever, ever, 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 no matter what. Nah, bro. Nah, if it's not mutually, mutually beneficial anymore, then what are we doing this for? We can go to counseling. We can go get help. We can try to work through this stuff. We can sit down, have a mediator. Then. Fuss, cuss. Can't say too much. Call me out my name. It's over with. Right? We can go through all of that stuff. And then once we realize that this is this is dead, put it in the dirt. Have a funeral. Bury it. And get on with your life. Yeah, it's going to hurt. Have a grieving process. But then you got to remember there's life goes on. Life will, life always goes on. No matter what happens, no matter how good or bad, life goes on. And what you hope is when it's time for life to go on, you, you just have the best kind of breakup. Now, <laughs> people are upset with Aerie Spears for some stuff he said about Lizzo. And, um, you know, I'm going to play it. Because I thought it was funny. Let's see how we're going to do this. How y'all want to do this? Let's, let's make me small. Make this large. Pause. And... Sorry, I got them using two screens. Yo, you know somebody that actually made good music, man? Lizzo. Lizzo? Yeah, bro. Have you heard her shit, yo? Like, as a songwriter, yo. I, I can't get past the fact that she looks like the shit emoji. <laughs> yo. Very beautiful girl. She got a very pretty face. But she keeps showing her body off, nigga. Like, come on, man. Come on, yo. I'm sorry. Listen, I ain't the most in-shape nigga in the world. But I still, you know, when you funny... And you got swagger and confidence. 
and and you decent looking, I think I'm at least handsome, you get pussy. But a woman that's built like a plate of mashed potatoes is in trouble. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but musically, yo, she go hard, man. She a good songwriter, though. Oh, yo, she's, yeah, she's dope. Her music hard, her body ain't. <laughs> oh, man. Uh-oh, here they come. The, the wall of Braveheart bitches. Like the battle on the field coming over the hills. Are you ready for a war? You can hear the horses thumping on the fucking ground. It's about to, uh-oh, here, here he come. Who that motherfucker think he is? Be body shaming that motherfucker. Hey, yo, it's another thing, yo. You, you know what kills issue, me? Yo. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know what kills me about women is, is the hypocrisy and the contradiction. Yes, queen, slay, queen. Yes, queen, slay. Yeah, girl, your confidence. Fuck diabetes. Fuck heart, heart, heart problems. Fuck heart disease, cholesterol. Y'all claim womanhood and about sisterhood and support for your sister, you know, when it comes to that ridiculous shit but if you really gave a fuck why wouldn't you go black girl we love you we love your confidence boo boo but th this ain't it this ain't it where's that's the real love y'all will jump on me for making jokes but y'all won't fucking be real and go sister put the eclair down this ain't it it's treadmill time Speaking of that, right, because she does have issues with her weight, right? And it's actually a video online of her crying about being fat shamed. Did you see that video of her crying? We all do. Her about her weight and cracking jokes about how big she is. Well, how you going to have issues, but at the same time, show your whole ass at an NBA game? As comedians, we take what the defense gives us. You don't want to be put out there? Then don't put it out there. And again, I know, I, I, listen, I ain't never met a plate of pasta I didn't like. I'm a pasta whoa, nigga. I'm, you know, I'm trying. It's an everyday struggle for me. You know, I, I, you know, I come from a family where, you know, we drank fried milkshakes. All right, man. So there's a few things that Aries talked about in that piece that I kind of want to go over because unlike Aries, uh, I'm in shape. <laughs> so maybe, maybe maybe he's the wrong messenger, uh, but I think I can be the right messenger here. Because a few things. Lizzo and her body positivity, negativity, fat shaming, whatever. Her, her image gets in the way of her music. I don't hear the music. I don't hear her talk about the music. All I hear is talk about her and what she's doing and how she's putting herself out here to, to, to show off that you can be big and it's okay. There's nothing wrong with being big and being confident, being happy about the body that you have. And I will tell you that there is nothing wrong with being confident in the body that you have, no matter what that body looks like, as long as you're healthy. 
And if you're in a body that's not healthy, you should take steps to get healthy. Transform your body into the body that it needs to be for health. And no one's going to be the perfect size, whatever, with the perfect abs. And the, no, 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 no. I'm not here for that. But let's just make sure we're making healthy decisions. And if you're going to be a singer, which I think Lizzo, just like Lil Nas X, was sitting here by the uh, the, 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 the false, false prophets and idol gods, gatekeepers, I think they were sitting here to uh, perpetuate stereotypes um, and put them on people that aren't as mainstream as the internet would lead us to believe. Uh, yeah, you got Lizzo out here saying, I love my body, I love me, then crying the next day. And it's like, well, what, what is it? Well, people were making fun of me. Well, you gave them something to make fun of. When you put yourself out there, you open yourself up for public scrutiny. So I'm sorry. If you don't want people to talk about you, don't give them something to talk about. It is what it is, you know. Um, then he talks, yeah, he talks about he talks about himself, how he's not the most in shape person, but he's funny and he's confident. For years, society has showed us and told us that. The woman is the eye candy, the arm piece, and the man just has to figure out what it takes to get the eye candy and the arm piece, right? Whether it's great personality, whether it's great looks, whether it's great money. I mean, you see a lot of the money doing it because a lot of these women are turning into, you know, they have high standards and they're just masking as prostitutes. Um, so just the societal standard is different. And I think we get too caught up on the messenger and not the message, right? You can go back to Kevin Samuels and the way that Kevin Samuels would get beat up for, well, it's not what he said, it's how he said it. Well, would you have received it if he said it softly? Only thing y'all, you know, killing them softly, only person who gets away with that is Lauren Hill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, when you have somebody, uh, uh, Kevin Samuels, giving you a, a strong message of, hey, this is what people think. This is what people are doing. This is how I feel. This, I mean, It's a valid point of view, whether you like it or not. That It is what it is. When Aries Spears says, like, hey, uh, this ain't it. When I look at you, I think of the shit emoji or, or a plate of mashed potatoes. I mean, he's a comedian. What do you expect? Right? Yeah, it's disrespectful, but it's funny. And, and it's true because we, we want to talk about body positivity and not body shaming. And, and maybe there's some middle ground there. But at some point, if you have a body that is not healthy, somebody needs to have a conversation with you about your lifestyle changes, your lifestyle choices. So you make some lifestyle changes to get into a healthy body. And don't tell me you love your body. And then when I tell you, when I poke holes in it and I make fun of it, don't come crying about it. Because how much do you actually love it? Or are you just saying you love it because you want to tell yourself that you love it? It's just like when you see the girl who say, oh, a man can't handle a woman like me. If you if if I'm tired of men, all they doing is this, that, and the third. I'll put my DMs, thirsty, blah, blah, blah. Baby, you, you crying for attention. You are crying for attention. And you're just not getting the attention that you want and you think that you deserve. But you are crying for attention. You are crying for help. That's what I see that as, right? It's a cry for help. It's just like the guy who's always posting his money. Oh, boy, that's a boy, that's a tell, 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 tell sign of a cry for help. 
or the guy that won't let you know he keeps some women on him, cry for help. It's a cry for help. It's I'm not happy with myself. So I do these things to make me feel better about the person that I'm not. And uh, you know what? Y'all people are going to embrace it and love it. Oh, you guys are so wrong for body shaming. Well, why are you getting BBLs and tummy tucks? You getting your titties did, huh? If you ain't happy with the body, how come I got to be happy with it? As an observer, as a consumer, not me specifically, I'm not a consumer of none of y'all's bodies, but as, as somebody who, 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 if a single man doesn't like the body that you have, he gets to pick and choose what he wants and likes, and then you say, oh, you're so shallow, you're wrong, but you know what, I'm going to Dr. Miami tomorrow. You hear yourself? You mad at me for thinking the same thing about you that you think about yourself? Nah, but Aries Spears can't say Lizzo is unhealthy because he's being an unhealthy. Is it true? Is it true? That's all I'm saying is I'm not here to body shame. I'm not here to fat shame. I'm here to tell people to make sure that you are in the healthiest body that you can be in. I'm here to tell people to, hey, fix your diet, eat better so that, you know, you maybe you last longer. Maybe you feel better. Hey, go to the gym, work out more so maybe you last longer. Maybe you feel better. That's all I'm here to say. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm the most health conscious person because I'm not. But I try to make decisions that are fairly reasonable uh, to take care of my body. And if my body looks a certain way and I don't like the way it looks and I lose some confidence, guess what I do? I go to the kitchen, change what's in there, and I go to the gym, and I put in work. Why? Because I want to like the body that I live in. But, you know, we just because it's your body don't mean you got to like it. And if you don't like it, you need to take the steps. I prefer natural steps to create the body and the positivity that you actually want. And when we see these people crying for help, we need to, uh, you know, dry their tears, wipe their eyes, have a conversation with them. And give them the help that they need and not the help that they want. I saw this very interesting post. Let me see. Let me see if I can pull it up real quick. I mean, because you talk about a cry for help and a lack of body positivity. I, I mean, this this screams it. I mean, screams it. Uh, 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 let's see. Where is it at? Come on, Instagram. Talk to me now. It's, it says, I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears. I'm scared of not looking as young as I feel. Well, you know, feelings are subjective. And maybe if you don't look as young as you feel, it's because you're not as young as you feel. You done seen the old head wearing the jerseys and, and, and trying to look young and be hip. Hey, man, go be old. Go be your age. Go act your age. We don't always look the way we feel. And sometimes, you know, we want to tuck everlasting this thing and never age. So we go under the needle. And that's what this post was promoting. It was promoting uh, 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 cosmetic surgery. And I'm sitting here like, okay, I get it. That's your job. That's your business. 
But maybe you should get some more sleep. Maybe you should drink some more water. Maybe you should revamp your diet. Maybe you should exfoliate. Maybe you should moisturize. Maybe you should uh, 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 go to the therapist and relieve some of that stress. Maybe you should go get a massage every now and then. Maybe you should surround yourself with people who are positive and they keep you in a good space so that you're not aging uh, internally and it's showing externally because of the things that are going on in your life. But I think we get so caught up on the external that we forget about the ex- the internal and what the internal does to us. Because I promise you, no matter how young you may feel, and no matter how much plastic surgery you may go get that makes you look as young as you feel, if you ain't feeling right, it, does, it, it ain't going to change nothing. Because you're never going to be satisfied with what you see in the mirror. You're going to look in the mirror and you go, well, oh, my nose is just, uh, we need a little touch there. Oh, my lips, uh, they lose some definition. Let me go get some little... Oh, my face is sinking in. Let me get lifted. Let me get a little bit of Botox. And then you start looking like this. And you had a little things in your mouth. You look like them. Then you go from pretty as hell to ugly as hell. And folks don't even recognize you. And then you go get a BBL too. <laughs> or you go get the fake abs. <laughs> you understand? I'm scared of lions. I'm scared of tigers. I'm scared of bears. And I'm scared of that damn needle. You know, I grew up old school. I ain't, I ain't want to get cut on. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That ain't that ain't that ain't what I, that ain't how I grew up. I'm scared of plastic surgery for what? Look at me, I'm beautiful. Why would I let some doctor come over here and ruin this? Oh, we can just enhance a little bit. Now, only cosmetic thing you are gonna get out of me is the Charlemagne. Now I'll go let them burn the. Burn the, the dead skin off it to even out my hype, my color. So I have, you know, I got hyperpigmentation. Now we'll we'll get that cleaned up. That's about all you're getting out of me, though. A good facial. I get a facial. You know, I I, I exfoliate. I, I do a weekly face scrub. I do a weekly mask. You know, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take care of the skin. I'm gonna drink water. You see, I got some water right here. Got some water. That's about it, man. Y'all ain't y'all ain't putting me under that damn knife. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And, and if, if the knife is what you want, you know, the life of the wife was ended by the knife, according to Stewie. But if you, if you, if you want to go up under that knife and that's just really where you're at, I just want to ask you why. Why? Tell them that it's human nature. Because that's what it is. It's becoming human nature just to go under that knife. You know, it's this microwave society that we live in. You know, you can do more with an oven than you can with a microwave, right? If you just buy your traditional stove oven combo, right? Everything that the microwave does, that oven can do. Now, it may not do it as fast, but I promise you, if you heat your food up in the oven, oh, it's it's so much better than the microwave. It's just more full, you know? Or if you heat something up on the stove, oh, yes, this is great. I mean, you got your Instapots, you got your, your, your air fryers, and those are, those are great. Those are cool. They make uh, things that take a long time. They do it. They do it quickly. But the oven and the stove, oh, reliable. It gets the job done. But because we live in a text message society, a tweet society, a like society, a, a, a microwave society where we want an answer now, we want this fixed at this very second, and we don't have patience, instead of working hard and changing our habits, we just want to go 
under the knives. Because we ain't scared of lions. We ain't scared of what Y'all ain't scared of lions. Y'all ain't scared of tigers. Y'all ain't scared of bears. Y'all scared of not looking how you feel. Instead of focusing on looking how you feel, make sure you just are feeling right. And you're not masking how you feel with your looks. Maybe you should actually feel how you look. Because if you're looking old, if you're looking tired, it's a reflection of how you actually feel. When I have bags under my eyes, it means I haven't been getting proper rest. And it means that I need to sleep. (laughs) And I I need to get real good sleep, some REM sleep, you know. But I'm not going to mask it just so I can show the world that, oh, I feel great. No, I don't. I feel terrible. And I'm not as afraid to tell y'all. Cause that's what God did. When 10K ain't enough. When 10K ain't enough. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. When 10K ain't enough. So I saw this post, you know, we got we got 10000 you know, $10,000 uh, up to $20,000 uh, in student loan relief uh, coming from the government. Uh, I think it's good for those who need it. I understand the pushback against it. But I also would say to those who push back against it. Do you know how many of your tax dollars go to relief? You know, are you mad about what's going on with PPP, uh, the amount of PPP loans that were relieved? And then I would finally say, hey, the government gave out the money. They're not relieving private student loans, only public student loans from government money. If the government lent the money, the government can turn around and say, hey, I don't want it back. You keep it. I mean, they, they could do that, right? But then I see canceling 10000 in student debt when the average white borrower is $12,000 in debt, while black women hold on average $52,000 is not just unacceptable to structural racism. Hey, Nina Turner, how about you just not take out a student loan? How about you not go to college? You know, or how about you pick an argument with the person who you really need to be picking your argument with? And that is the colleges for charging as much as they do for a lot of useless skills that we don't even need. You know, the price of college continues to go up uh, with no respect to inflation. And and you want to get mad at the government for not paying back the money that you borrowed that you knew that you was going to have to pay back when you borrowed. Excuse me. Say what? Again, we can be upset with the predatory nature of student loans because they allow you to take out more money in student loans than they would ever allow you to take out in business loans at that point in your life. I got it. But like there's this idea that college is the stepping stone from working class to middle class or middle class to upper middle class, so on and so forth. And I think that it does provide a great platform to get you in rooms, get you around people, to give you a different knowledge base than you would get if you weren't there. But let's be honest, college is a scam. I have not used one thing from Eddie Ridd's physical science class yet in my life. 
I have it. And just a simple fact that I'm looking for a new job and I'm about to get a master's degree in what I've been doing for the last seven years just to show my new employer that, hey, not only do I have experience, I have higher levels of education in this to give me more money. And then I'm going to get there and they're going to train me on how they want me to do the job for them anyways. (laughs) Because OJT is where you actually get the learning. But I get tired of these race warriors. I get tired of these, 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 these gender warriors always trying to make something out of nothing, right? They always want to make, they always want to be the victims. Hey, dog, you ain't no victim. You are only a victim of your decisions. You are only a victim with a, with a, with a college degree and a verified check next to your Twitter. So guess what? You probably don't even qualify for the forgiveness. You just saying something to get clicks, to get retweets, to tell people that you can relate to them and that you're woke. I'm going to be real with you. I'm embracing the 10K uh, up to 20K that I may be getting in relief. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's going to help me move forward with my life. And I mean, just the audacity to be ungrateful about relief. This is just institutional racism. Because what? You didn't even say black people. You compare white people to black women. Well, what about the debt of black men? Let's compare, you know, if we're going to make a comparison, let's let's make the comparison the right way. No, we're not because you want to fuel your narrative. And we're not even speaking to the education levels, right? Is this 12,000 just from undergrad and is that 50 plus thousand? Is that undergrad and grad, right? Like, what's the breakdown? You're not giving us any nuance. Why? Because you just want to be a victim. You just want to lead a narrative that's not totally accurate, but people are going to fall in love with. You know why? Because you're a false prophet or maybe you're big enough to be an idol god. I don't know. But you idol gods, y'all need to idol. Y'all need to stop it because you're leading the people in the wrong direction. And that ain't what God did. Hell, that ain't even what Hove did. <laughs> Hove so cracked so you wouldn't have to do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> y'all just love to hear y'all speak. Y'all think y'all matter more than you do. And you just want to be victims, 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 victims. And you want to tell the people that they need to always rely on the government to fix their problems instead of finding solutions for themselves. If the government provides a solution, take it, use it, be happy about it. But the same way you chose to go to college, the same way you chose to take out a loan, needs to be the same way that you pursue a life that allows you to go advance where you want to be and then pay back that loan if you have to. But what do I know? I'm just a big baby, and I'm out. 
Hold up, you baby! Hold up!